All right, y'all. So we are on episode 10. Today is going to be a solo episode. I am going to tell you my story. I have created a space where other women entrepreneurs have a space to tell their story about their business and everything with them. So I thought, hey, let me tell y'all my story. Um, It's sprinkled in in different episodes. So I wanted to kind of tell you my story and let's talk beginning of the year. So um, a little background about me. I started on my entrepreneur journey. I would say, I think it was 2013. I just got out the military and I was trying to kind of find what I was going to do. Am I going to go work the nine to five, which I did. Um, but I started a natural hair care company. I had started my natural hair journey, not with my locks, but with my curls, um, right after I got out the military. So I was trying to find new products that worked for me. And I remember I was working at a orthopedics doctor's office in Atlanta. And I started kind of mixing up different butters and stuff like that. I was like, let me take one to work and see what the girls say. And I would take it and my girl, Jessica, shout out to my girl, Jessica, if you're watching this episode, um, I brought her some lavender body butter and she tried it out, tried it on her kids. And she's like, yo, like, why are you not selling this? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm just mixing up stuff, trying to save, like, having to buy um, lotion and having a more healthier option for my skin. And she's like, you should really sell this. So I was like, oh, you ain't got to tell me twice. So I started um, getting products, start mixing up stuff in my kitchen. If y'all could have seen my kitchen, I used to have stuff everywhere, different essential oils, different ingredients. But I started mixing up stuff, trying stuff for my hair. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a natural hair care line. Like, I'm having issues with finding a product that works for me, so let me create one. So that's exactly what I did. So that's how Botanical Bliss, which was my old business, um, started. And I just kind of went up and down. I was in Atlanta, so I was going up to, like, Baltimore, going down to um, Florida, and I was doing um, different hair shows. That's how I really blew up. Like, literally, the Instagram is still, you can find it. I literally have 10,000 followers and abandoned them. Sorry, y'all. Um, but um, I grew that brand from the ground up um, with just going to shows, collaborating with other. That's where influencing influencers started to blow up. And so I would get big influencers, little influencers, micro influencers, all kind of different influencers to get my product and do a review of it. And it just shot out the roof. Um, From there, I went and started reaching out to local businesses. So I was like, okay, well, how do I get this as a retail? I'm not quite ready for like Target, Walmart type stuff, but let me start with local businesses. And I did exactly that. Seven Auto was um, a market, a black owned market down in five points in Atlanta. And I reached out to them like, Hey, how do I get my product in here? And, um, they gave me all the paperwork. I had to get the proper insurance and whatnot, dropped off some samples. They said they really loved it. And boom, I was, that was my first retailer. So I was like, Oh my God, we did it. Mama made it (laughs) type moment. Um, and so for there, I just started reaching out to other, um, beauty supply stores and, other businesses that I can get my product in. And I remember I had my stuff like in Mississippi and Alabama. I would just reach out to other brands, send them some samples. They really loved it. And we went from there. So that's how my brand grew and it continued to grow. And I, re- I do miss my brand sometimes, um, but it just became too much with creating the product, ma- being the manufacturer, being um, the marketer, being everything, <laughs> operations, everything. And so, um, 
I just changed spaces because I started to get a newfound love for marketing. With doing those um, events and those pop-ups and stuff like that, I met other entrepreneurs, other females, and I was like, oh my gosh, they really have a dope brand. It's just their branding or it's just their marketing. If they just knew how to market their brand, if just tweaking little stuff like packaging and stuff like that, marketing material, like they would have a really dope brand. And so um, my best friend, um, Deja, I was talking to her about it. I was like, we, I really want to get these women together. Like if we can do like a workshop or something of that nature, we can really like bring these women together. So we, I remember we started into marketing and that's when I kind of just shied away from um, my brand. I um, kind of just scaled back from it. It was just becoming too much. So I wanted to get in the marketing space, but work with small owned businesses Um and that's exactly what we did. We started the Marketing Sisters, um, and it grew into her marketing prior to this. Um, and I was just working with small-owned businesses. So we would just reach out to businesses. So if you're looking to get into marketing, that's a little tip for you, is just reach out. Get your, your business plan together. Get your offering, your proposals that you want to, the type of service that you want to offer. My um, space was graphic design. I loved creating content. So I would create content, flyers, um, 30 days of content for for businesses and that's where we we went from there and it just kind of evolved into her body bar we kind of um my my sister I call her my sister we were in the military together but um I she was going to school so we kind of just ventured out to our separate ways where she was in school and I was running a marketing business and I had the pleasure of working with people like Coriel DeBose and um, Crystal Lee from Girl Plus God like it was such an amazing experience to work with women that are thriving in every aspects of business and I can learn from them it was almost a sense of like mentorship and um it was a pleasure to work with them. I learned so much from them about like building my brand and about branding, about entrepreneurship and just being around their circle because they were around so many influential, you know, women in business. Um, so that was just an amazing experience. And then I dived into the world of body sculpting. Um, I kind of just in my journey of after having my daughter and having the mom pooch and stuff like that, I was looking for different options um, that would work for me. So I went and got body sculpting done from a lady in Atlanta. And actually, no, let me just go back. I actually did cool sculpting and it did not work for me. <laughs> I, it did not work for me. It was very expensive and I just didn't really have a good experience with it. No shade, but just telling the truth, speaking facts. Um, and I wanted to see because a lot of my when I was doing marketing, a lot of my clients did body sculpting and they kept saying like, hey, girl, you should dip into body sculpting. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm that quite a, like like to be around people like that. I'm usually sending emails and doing stuff like that. But it's funny. They're like, no, you have the personality. I just can see you in a service base in that scale. And so I was like, hmm. Never really tapped into it until I got it done. And I got it done. And I literally like hopped off the bed and I was like. <laughs> Y'all doing black magic in here because there's no way that I had results like that. And so um, that's kind of how my dip into body sculpting happened. I remember I was had a trip coming out here because I was living in Atlanta. And um, I asked my sister, I was like, hey, is anybody doing body sculpting out in Fresno? And she was like, no, I've heard of cool sculpting, but not body sculpting. And mind you, this was during the pandemic. So I was like, OK, let me come out there. And anybody that knows me, if I have my mindset on something, it's going to probably be a couple months and I'm going to execute. 
period. So um, I came out here, I did my research, and I was just kind of seeing who was doing body sculpting. And I noticed that nobody, there was a couple girls maybe doing it at the house. And I kind of looked at my sister, and my sister and my brother and like my family were trying to get me to move back out here ever since I got out of the military. But I was just so gun hold on, like, no, I'm not moving back to Fresno. I, I love it in Atlanta. Atlanta is beautiful. And I just don't see myself moving. And so when I came back, I was like, hmm. Did my market research, there's nobody doing it. If I get ahead, it's gonna take off. And so I kinda, I asked her, did she know of any um, salon suites? There was literally Sola that was right around the corner from her. And I was like, I'm gonna go look. So I went, cause I have, I'm a visual person. I have to go and envision something. So I went in there and I seen the space and I'm like, oh my God, this is perfect. Like I could just see this evolving into something so great. And I, um, I literally came back to my sister's house after looking at it, I was like, yo, I'm I'm probably gonna move back. <laughs> and she's like, shut your mouth. And so I was like, no, seriously, I really see this like something big. I see it bigger than what anybody probably can imagine. And so I went back to Atlanta and I started looking for uh, a trainer to get trained, to get um, certified. And I did just that. I found the same girl that I went to. I asked her, was she training? And she was. And so I went and took her training. And I started executing. People already knew it's going down. <laughs> Your girl about to move back. So um, I literally, I would say it was in a matter of a couple months. I literally had put my notice in for my apartments because I was coming up for um, my one year of my renewal. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. And me, I'm just big on like, if it's aligning, then it's for me, period. And so I just seen the stuff was just everything was falling in place. There was no roadblock. So I'm like, okay, God, I, I hear you. You making a way for this? I, I'm gonna follow. You're telling me this is my purpose, and I'm following it. And so, um, I from there, I just started packing up my stuff. I <laughs> scheduled for my car to be shipped and everything. And I remember in the middle, of, mind you, we're in the middle of the pandemic. And so I told my mom, and my mom was like, "You're crazy. There's no way you're moving in the middle of a pandemic in a new industry that you've never met." I've never been in and like you're out here making money as in doing marketing like why not just stay and I'm like I just it was just this urgency like to do it and so I was like I gotta follow my heart like I feel like my heart's in it I just feel like it's right and so um I did it I was I remember I had my whole apartment was full of like boxes and I'm it's like a couple of days literally before I'm about to move out and my best friend called me and she's like did I turn on the news? And so I turned on the news and it literally was California shut down. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're gonna be okay. <laughs> we're definitely gonna be okay. But I literally sat down in like, just in shock, like, dang, did I, did, did I make a bad decision? Like, was everybody right? And so I had to psych myself out of like, no, we're not gonna do that. This is just a minor roadblock. We gonna get through this. So I continued my journey. We packed up, we left, we moved down here. In the middle of it being shut down, um, they were able, I was able to see the space and they gave me my keys. He's like, hey, set up your, your spot, get it ready to go um, so you can do your thing. And before that, just to rewind just a little bit, I had like placed my ads. Because like, you know me, marketing, I'm going to drop it. I'm going to make it, create it, it's going to be done. And so I dropped it on one of the groups on Facebook called um, the 559 Black Business uh, page. And I dropped a flyer. I was like, hey, this is my business. And I literally was putting like 
I'm moving back, like that type of language on there. I'm moving back so they know, like, I'm not here yet. I'm starting a business. I'm moving back. Um, here's my link. I had my website, everything together. Book with me. I had my results from all the models I was doing in Atlanta. And these pe- and everything was set up as prepaid. It was not a deposit. It was none of that. It was everything you paying full for your service. They were booking. I would say they booked out my whole first month. I think I was not even here and I had made like $5,000. And I was like, what? And so when this pandemic shut down, hit, I was like, oh my God, they're going to think it's a scam. They're going to think, but then I had to like get that self-doubt out of me. Like, okay, why would they think it's a scam if it's not you canceling? Like it's shut down. They know that you can't work. But I still was scared. Like, oh my God, I'm going to get all these chargebacks. I'm going to get bad like reviews type thing because they can't get these services. And I, you know, I'm not giving the money back because of my policy. So um, I could reschedule once the shutdown is lifted. And so I was reaching out to clients and they were like, no, I'm cool. And they were good with it. And then once the shutdown opened, shutdown was lifted, um, it just shot up. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is everything like I could have dreamed of. And um, so from there, um, we opened up, we boomed. The first year made lots of money, <laughs> lots of money, lots of money. Um, I jumped right into radio as um, far as marketing. So that's one thing I will say that I feel like took it a step further and, and made my business to where it is now because I did the the, the radio marketing. And in some cities, you probably, radio marketing might not be big, but I feel like it still has a, a strong presence here in the Central Valley. Um, a lot of people think that people stream. They do stream, but people do listen to the radio. I will say that. <laughs> um, it is a large investment, but I, with having that marketing background, I was able to know that like, hey, I need to have a budget for this. And I need to have a budget for this to pour back into my business. Um, as you probably have heard me say on other episodes, like big box brands, they pour millions of dollars into marketing and they do that to get their return in millions. So you have to um, realize that you're going to have to pour into your business. You're going Whether it's small or big, it doesn't have to be millions of dollars, thousands of dollars, but have an allocated marketing budget, whether it be if you're shooting content or if you're creating content. Some people, it's not for everybody. And I do know that for sure. So that means you need to have a budget for it so that you can outsource, make your life a lot easier, make work smarter, not harder. I'm so big on that. And if it's not something you do, find someone to do it. There's like websites out there like Fiverr and other freelance um, websites and apps that you can use to tell them what you need. They create it for a small fee. So those are the type of things I would definitely recommend looking into um, if you're looking for a space or you're stuck with your business and like, I don't know, like I have a, I can't do everything. And and that's totally normal. Most people cannot do everything. So um, real back into my story. So yeah, that's how my business started. Um, and then I, from there, you too, it just got out of hand where I was just super busy and I was like, oh my God, I need like more help. So I asked my sister T, if you've been to her body bar, you have probably got a service by her. Um, and my sister has been super supportive. I'm so thankful for her because I will say a hundred percent, my business would not be where it is now without her help. She came in, um, year two with no experience in nothing beauty. <laughs> and I taught her the ropes, I certified her, and she has helped me take my business to a new level. And so I would definitely say like, if you are a solo entrepreneur in the beauty space or any type of industry, and 
you're getting to a place where you're having to turn money down or you're losing money and you're seeing money walk out the door because you can't fulfill the project or the service because you're booked, it, that's your time. It's time to hire sis. <laughs> and I know it's so hard, like when you're a solo entrepreneur to like bring somebody in your space because I'm like stuck with that now, which is like you've done your, your work on your branding and your re reputation of your business and it's hard to bring somebody in. But I would encourage you just pray on it. Think about it, but definitely just imagine how much further your business can be when it comes to scaling your business and elevating your business if you have help. And it doesn't always mean in the space of hiring an actual employee, but it might be outsourcing something that you're doing, that's, and that's going to help you free up your time so you can do stuff, other stuff to help elevate and scale your business. So that is definitely um, something I did, I did want to bring up to you guys and encourage you guys that I want to encourage I know a lot of entrepreneurs we we just get so stuck we get stuck on that imposter syndrome where we're just like in self-doubt like we can't do it or we see somebody else and that's one thing that I want to say as an entrepreneur stop watching other people what stay in your lane get your business done it's okay to watch other people for like inspo and for motivation but don't compare yourself because their journey is not your journey and um they may be longer in your journey. There's so many different things. So you can't compare yourself to other businesses that may be in the same industry or in the same space because of that. And if you're stuck in that, you're going to be stuck in that imposter syndrome. And it's going to hold you back and hold your business back from the potential. Um, so that's one thing I want to encourage you, since you got it, since you have a dope business, don't be doubting yourself. Keep on, keep pushing. Everybody has their ups and downs in the businesses. Um I know in a space where social media is so heavily influenced in your business and embedded in your business, but I don't want people to get hung up on the stuff you see on social media. I say it all the time. Half these people is frauds. I said it. <laughs> yes, I said it. A lot of people, these lifestyles that they are um, portraying online is not the lifestyle. Half the time, the cars they driving is rented, is leased. Stifling stuff like that. I'm just speaking facts, not trying to be messy or nothing, but just speaking in facts because a lot of times we'll get caught up on seeing the glitz and glamour. But there's there's a flip side to that business and that entrepreneurship for sure. <laughs> Everything is not glitter and gold. I will say that. It, it's hard. And I will say it. I will be the first to say it. Being a business owner, being an entrepreneur is ghetto. It's ghetto sometimes. <laughs> Because you're doing everything and you're stretched th thin, um, and but you can do it. Um, with those, those few tips that I, I put out there, you definitely can do it with just getting out of that mindset and just being surrounded by people. I, I keep my circle super small for a reason, um, but also at the same time, I make sure that I surround myself around other boss babes, around other people. I think I post before, sit with the table with women that are like-minded the conversation definitely will be different. And I'm so, it's, it's so true. It is so true uh, when it comes to that. And I've learned that when I change the type of friendships and type of people I would be trying to hang with. I'm trying to be in rooms with people that are above me. I'm gonna learn from. I'm gonna get some sense of mentorship. Um, I was really big and I need to get back on it and going to like business um, conferences. They're so empowering. You're surrounded by so many like beautiful entrepreneurs and business owners and get in those rooms. Sometimes you have to save for those type of things so that you're able to get like VIP tickets and stuff like that. That puts you in positions to be around people that 
can elevate your business that you can learn from that are killing in the game and you get that close to them because you can answer the ask those questions that you normally you don't have access to them just you send them a dm you bet you're not gonna get a dm back <laughs> but if you but if you're in those spaces and you're you're at those conferences you're able to talk to to people like that um i used to go let me see i've been to a couple conferences i've been to the social proof one that was a dope conference being around a lot of people in different industries I'll have to insert it. There's another one I went to that was super dope. It was so innovative because they had like an app. You can like set up um, networking with different um, entrepreneurs there so you can send messages. It was so dope. It was so well thought out and put together. I just thought that was the dopest thing ever. Um, so just going, trying to go to those, those and continued educations, but just being around like-minded people, watch how it takes your business to another level. I will definitely say that. Um, Another thing when it comes to like funding, a lot of people get hung up on that. Like um, there's a lot of grants out of there. You guys are just not applying for them. I've got grants before. Um, I try my best to at least apply to like three or four grants a month. And you're not gonna get every grant. I Believe me, baby, you're not gonna get every grant, but keep putting, it, putting them in, putting the applications in, and you will get used to it. It will become a routine to do. And you're going to get those. Um, there's also grants that are in locally. So you have to look at your chamber of commerce and things like that and different organizations to see how um, how they can help your business taking it to another level. So look into um, business grants. I'm just looking now because I got some notes. <laughs> um, looking at that, looking at different grants that are available for, to you is definitely important. Um, I would also say like networking events, networking and building your supportive communities is like I was saying is super important going to those networking events. There's so many of them. I will say Fresno has definitely got really good with that. I've seen um, or Central Valley in a the whole there. There is so many different like women workshops or just networking workshops as a whole that I've seen. And I'm so proud of that. I'm so proud of the growth and how it's growing and how where it will be in, in years to come. So take the time out and do those. If you're an introvert, get out of it. Go, just go and you will get used to it as the more you go to. Talk to people, tell people about your business, go with business cards, go with flyers. Those are the type of things that you get out there and get your business. Do those pop-ups, things like that. Those are all networking events. And you might be stuck because you're just posting on Instagram and think that the people are supposed to come to you. And that's not always how. Some people get their viral moment. I ain't going to say they don't. Um, and they blow up. But you still have to put that work in to get in front of people. Um, that's something that, will, like I said, was going to take your business to another level. Um, uh, personal branding, too, is another thing, too. I'm, I'm working on that myself. Um, it's not always just your business. Sometimes a personal brand, when I always keep throwing out like affiliate codes and things like that, that's other ways to monetize you um, and your audience and your um, influence online. So building that, but you have to find your niche, your niche um, and find out what you want to do. Me, it's travel. I love to travel. So I'm really turning my personal brand into a traveling page, um, whether it be, you know, um, encouraging other women, uh, motivational speaking, whatever you, your industry or your niche is going to be, just stick to it and make sure that you are consistent with it. It's not all over the place. So they're like, what, what does she do? <laughs> Even if you do a lot, just make sure that it's very clear on what you are promoting, what your business is, or what your personal brand is. Um, and then I'm really big on wellness. Um, 
in the world of being busy and being an entrepreneur, you always have to remember to take time for you. Burnout is a real thing. I, I'm so serious. Like, and I learned that the hard way at the beginning of my business, just because you see the dollar side, you see the money and you don't want to leave no money on the table, but you can't, you can't be the best entrepreneur and the best business owner if you're if you're sick, if your your health is down because you're so burnt out of just taking, 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 taking. Or like I had to learn with me having a daughter, um, having time for my kids and not shying away from that because I'm trying to chase the bag. Sometimes you have to scale back and say like, no, I, I can't. I don't have it or I don't have that, that on my schedule. It's okay to turn people down. I know it's hard, but people understand because nine times out of 10, they have kids too, they have families too, they understand. So um, just doing those things well and is taking those trips, I'm big on that. And I'm big on, uh, that's like non-negotiable. I'm gonna take a trip or two. And usually how I have it set up, I like to have a solo trip for me, me and the girls. <laughs> and then I like to take my daughter out the country or it doesn't even have to be out the country, but on a trip per year. Um, and that's just my way of spending time with her. Also, my way of saying thank you. She's patient. She's there's hours. She's here with me at work and Saturdays at work and moving, running back and forth, and just so many different things. So I think it's very important to make sure that you're doing that that wellness, that self care, massages, facials, facials. I'm I I talk about it. I advocate it so much. Um, scheduling now. I put it on my schedule. I don't try to say, see, like, ooh, where can I, when can I get it in? It's on my schedule every month. Maybe not my massage as much as I should, but I'm going to get back on it. But I do do some form of self-care um, or just scheduling time out just to be silent, listen to my podcast, like things like that. Um, podcasts are definitely, as you see, that I've got into it, but I listen also to a lot of podcasts that are encouraging, that are going to help me in the space that I'm trying to grow in as well. Um, but I just wanted to jump on here and kind of just tell y'all my story to let y'all to be encouraged. Um, especially with this being the top of the year, if you are barely planning out Q1, you late, you real late. <laughs> so just, um, that's another thing too, is to, to, um, make sure that you're planning out that will make stuff a lot easier for you. If you plan out your stuff per quarters, when it comes to sales for your business, content creation, stuff like that, it will make your life so much easier. Um, that last minute stuff, which is when you drop the ball on stuff. So I would highly encourage if you don't do that, get you a content um, calendar, get you a calendar period and plan out like, hey, these are the sales I'm going to have. These are the holidays that are coming up that I'm going to have these sales. Plan out what those sales are. Maybe if you're going to do your branding shoot and things like that, um, you plan those accordingly and that will help plan out your content so that your stuff looks more consistent. It looks more well put together. And yeah, you just could be the great entrepreneur that we know you are, the great business owner that we know you are. Um, so I just wanted to encourage you on that. If you are having problems like struggling with putting content together or with like being stuck with your business, I do have some mastermind work um, shops that you can come. We can do a one-on-one. -on -one. We can talk about your business and help you, even if you, your business is not even put together correctly. Like say maybe you don't have your LLC, you don't have your EIN, you don't have that, like the foundation of your business, I can help you with that as well. Um, if you have a location and you need help with like aesthetics and stuff like that, or you would like me to come in and take a look and give you ideas on to make your space better, 
definitely hit me up. We got all kind of workshops for that and more to come in the future. So I hope you all these tips were helpful for you. I hope this episode was encouraging to you. And sis, I just want to tell you that you are beautiful. I see you and you are amazing. So stay tuned for the next episode. Peace.